you do not have to make a million decisions in 2024 to be successful. All right, friends, the Ultimate OD Podcast. We have some energy for you to start 2024. You need to listen to this before you go into Q1 of next year. This is good for any time of the year, but we love to set goals in January. So please listen to this. Get your 2024 start off right. We have the closing thought of the episode. This is the Ultimate OD Podcast. Here we go. All right, my friends, the Ultimate OD Podcast. Love having you here with me tonight. Today, we're going to make our offices better. This is the beginning of next year. When you listen to this, you still have time to finish 2023 strong. Don't stop early, okay? That being said, you, as the CEO of your practice, have to be thinking for 2024. You should have been thinking about 2024 at the beginning of Q4 in general. If not, that's fine. We're going to get better as we go, and we are going to start setting quarterly goals. We have to be focused. If you don't know where you're going, the scary thing is you just might get there. All right. Yeah. That being said, we have this pressure on us as the leader of the office to know what our vision is, where we want to go. I'm not going to lie to you. It's hard. There's so many decisions you have to make. Staffing. What are we going to pay our staff? Are we going to raise our wages? Are we going to raise our fees? Do we need to change up things in optical? What's our clinical standard of care? You know, what are you going to do on Christmas Day? Are you going to be at your in-laws? Are you going to be at your families? All these things are going through our minds. You know what? As soon as we get done with this year, it doesn't stop. It just keeps on going. But these are the things that we're constantly juggling. Okay? What I wanted to tell you is you do not have to make a million decisions in 2024 to be successful. Okay? I was listening to a podcast that was talking about either Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett or it was talking about investing, someone that's done, that's worked with a lot of venture capital, he's successful, of course they all are, right? They've done more than us in the sense they've made more money than I have, maybe not more than you, but again, they're, they're successful in that endeavor. And what he said was, when you're leading a big organization, a big company, you don't have to make a million decisions correctly. What you need to do is lay back in the waiting, have a good business, and make one to two major decisions that will reshape your company for the upcoming year. Right? You have to be ready to pounce when the opportunity presents itself, but you don't have to do it all. You just have to make the right big decisions. Okay, and as I heard that, I'm like, you know, that really makes it easier for us when we're not trying to do it all in every decision. We're looking for the big things. And I look back to the beginning of 2023 and 2022, there were four things I really thought about doing that I thought really impacted my office. And, you know, I'll say I probably made more than two decisions that were successful, but 
as I've learned, the more big decisions you make, the more streamlined and focused you get, you know what happens? There's less polishing you have to do. If you look at my earlier episodes of the podcast, I was talking to you about how we dispensed, how uh, we presented optical, a lot of little minute mundane things. If you look at the evolution of the podcast, you see where my focus has went. I'm talking about being a leader, culture, people, numbers, right? I'm hitting those major things. I'm not talking about those little mundane tasks anymore. It's not that they're not important, but when I started the podcast three years ago, that was my day-to-day. I started having a CEO owner mindset and started looking at the big picture And that's what I talk about in the podcast. You can see the evolution of me through the topics that I've talked about. And that's what I'm talking about when we talk about the decisions that you make. You need to get out of that minutiae, mundane, day-to-day stuff and know your big vision picture. And I said, because of lovely Jay Binkowitz at the 2022 Vision Expo West Symposium, I'm going to be a dry eye office. And I fell absolutely sick in love with it. I started off with home therapies. I added tear care. Then I added IPL. I went big. And it's been amazing. The IPL, uh, I've got it half paid off just in what I've collected in revenue. With the dry eye products alone, we've done close to, not, not the advanced therapies, the dry eye products, close to like 100K in revenue, Right? Again, I've had to buy those, so I'm not making 100K in profit, but still, our gross is going up because we committed to it. And I spent literally the past year devoting myself to it, and I am in love with ocular surface disease. I've gotten better at my IPLs. We've gotten better therapies. We've gotten better in treatments. We are doing things that other doctors go to lectures to listen about, and I'm doing them. It's awesome, right? I know, I've talked to some of you, you're doing NeuroLens, you're doing advanced therapies, you're doing these things, and that's what I'm talking about. Keep pushing the limits. Don't look back. Go full steam ahead. That's awesome, right? So I committed to dry eye. I made a conscious effort that I was going to grow the office. Literally called every person I could think of that has any connection to real estate in my hometown. And I just kept knocking on doors and I was failing left and right. Made an offer, failed. Made an offer, failed. Tried to find a lease opportunity, failed. Looked at other places around the area. Nothing came to fruition, but I found one because I made it a priority. And honestly, I know it's probably justification in my head, but I think it's the best opportunity because I got to design the office exactly to my parameters. And I'm building a dry eye center in there. I had time to know what my passion was. And now I'm building the palace around it. And I'm recruiting other doctors to join. Because I have this vision, I'm not just recruiting any other doctor. I'm recruiting doctors that love ocular surface disease and want to make this dream a reality. It is the most exciting thing I've done in my career. And I love it. Because I committed to it last December, a year ago, right? 
So those were two, probably the biggest things that I, I said I was going to do. In the same vein, I said I was not going to refer anything that I could treat. My glaucoma clinic, my macular degeneration, uveitis, scleral lenses, amniotic membranes. I'm doing that and I am the most fulfilled I've been because I'm fulfilling my scope of practice. I'm practicing optometry to its fullest and I didn't do that for about a decade. Honestly, and I felt empty inside. And now that I have this taste, shoot it into my veins. I want more of it. It's amazing. It's fun because I committed to it. And the last thing was I knew I wanted to grow. I knew that I have a business model that is based on managed care. And there's good ways of doing managed care and there's bad ways of doing it. And I said, if I'm going to do managed care, I'm going to do it all out, maximizing everything I possibly can within the structure of the contract. And I had my best year ever. You know, there's some apprehension. There's some worry that, you know, people might not come. And I did have a few patients complain, but literally I can count them on one hand. Five or less complained. Everyone else is still here and we're still getting better. And I love that, right? These are the things that I looked at and I committed to. Next year, I'm doubling down on the ocular surface disease clinic, right? I toyed with aesthetics, knew I liked your eye, thought about ocular surface, and I'm going all in on that ocular surface. We had some uh, eyes of the story, mascara, eyeliner, had some lotions, cleansers. We're just getting rid of those and we're focusing on what matters. And I like that. That's my passion. That gives me energy. The staff is buying into it because I believe in it. If I, was, if I believed in aesthetics, they'd buy into that too. But I'm true to myself. I'm following that passion. I still am coming up with the game plan for where I'm going in 2024 beyond the surface. It has a lot to do with how I'm going to run the business, what my future is going to look like there but I have a direction and I'm looking for one to two big decisions to make the year a success. It doesn't have to be rocket science, my friends. It just has to be focused laser like energy in the right direction and you'll be successful. Have a great 2024. That's what I got. We'll have more for you next week. Where, oh where did the time go? We are to the closing thought of the episode. And today I will leave you with this general nugget of wisdom. And that's whatever you are doing, always try to deposit more than you withdraw. In life, in business, in financial practice, if you put in more than you take out, you're going to end up on top. Now, I'm sure... One of my awesome listeners will point out a counterpoint here or there, but I'll say that's the exception, not the rule. Put more in than you take out. You'll be fulfilled. You'll get more results. And what you get out will be greater than if you're just constantly taking. That's what I have for you. Dr. Lily out.